from the twisted realm of science and the darkest pits of reason comes chilling tales of godlessness. Bear witness to the unfathomable terror that is... The Good Atheist. I don't know how many days uh, since Dr. Taylor's death, and it's, it's the thing that's still on my mind and is driving me crazy. I feel like I am going insane just from watching all of the reactions. Like, this, the wave that this has caused is just, I didn't even, I wasn't even prepared for it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I connect, I, I don't connect very often to the World Wide Web in terms of, like, the, the major news media, because I find that... Uh, they, they suck. They they not just suck. They suffocate the life out of you because you'll watch that shit and then you're trying to scrutinize it to try to see well what information can I gather what's the, from what's it? the spin? What's it, the spin exactly? I mean, how long do you take basically filtering out the garbage that mainstream media gives you? You got to think about that. I mean, I, I obviously we all have to do it because they have the people on the ground. So obviously we have to filter shit, but you should, you know, in, in addition to using your own filter, you should be checking out other people's filters as well and their takes. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I mean. Like, it is a giant time sink. And I feel, even though there's a compulsion for me to get, to gather information, because I, t I tell myself the more information I, get, I gather, the more I'll understand the world. And, you know, the truth is you can spend your entire life reading every piece of news and still not understand what the fuck is going on. So to some degree, I've decided that there are certain topics or at least certain things that I'm going to excuse myself from. You know, I'm like, these topics are interesting tidbits. I'll read about them when everybody understands what happened. But while it's happening, I just cannot figure it out, like, for the most part. Mm. Like, I am... You know, I'm I'm trying to influence what's going on, even to some degree. I mean, we we write about it. We'll uh, we'll have a podcast about it, trying to put lender voices to it. But I mean, it's like crashing fucking. You know, it's like being tiny little pieces of sand, like in a giant beach. You know, like we're not doing much. You know, mm. like we're not generating waves. So it's weird to face that fucking current, you know, like just to t tap into it. And it's been driving my brain crazy. And it's driving you crazy because you find that the current is is overwhelmingly defensive about, you know, the dangers that mainstream media poses when they present things like the Tiller situation. Well, that that's yeah, that's a pretty good segue. I mean, one of the articles that I had written was basically about how I felt at least to some degree, that the that Bill O'Reilly and Fox News in general have some uh, degree of culpability in Tiller's death. Now, it's not to say they're responsible for the fucking murder. I'm like, obviously, that's a huge charge. What I'm saying is that the way that an individual is portrayed has a powerful influence about how people will think about that individual. And in, in I mean, in 28 different occasions on the O'Reilly show, they talked about you know, Tiller. They called him Tiller the baby killer. They compared him to Hitler. I mean, these are... How else can you paint a man? I mean, like, you are you're, you might as well just fucking draw a target sign on the back of his head and then say, well, I didn't do anything. I'm not the one who pulled the trigger. I'm like, I'm, there, there's a certain degree of responsibility that I think the, the whole media is just kind of fucking shrugging off, and it's driving me crazy. Like, I can't even believe that anyone's letting anyone get away with that shit. I mean, wasn't it you that was just saying the other day that essentially there is, like, no accountability, no one's really interested in, you know, like... Uh, in a 24-hour news cycle, there, there, there's just no accountability because whatever happened yesterday is yesterday's news and no one pays attention. 
Yeah, and not just that. I mean, when you're when you spend your day trying to gather news, how much time does that allow you to scrutinize the news? You know, we, are you really reporting on facts? Well, well, here's the deal. Look at look at this as a good example. And this is a bit of a sidetrack, but I wanted to mention it anyways in the opening story before you just were like Tiller, Tiller. <laughs> so uh, the wave of Tiller. But last night, Barack Obama uh, gave a speech to kind of like the Muslim world, and he and he aced it. Basically, I, I just happened to be up at like 1.30 a.m. in the morning and I hopped onto the news sites and they had the, the whole thing that you could watch and everything like that. But uh, I just found that, you know, as of checking onto the news sites now, that story has already slid off the front and is replaced with, you know, complete garbage, useless, day-to-day claptrap. I'm like, do you realize your president just hit a grand slam with the Muslim No, actually, world? actually, this, this segues me into the next thing that no, I no, want to talk about. No, no, stop segueing. Let's, let's, let's well, jam, it, man. In terms, of, in terms of... It feels like you close the door on these topics. No closing. All, right. all open. Everything is open. All right, well, I... Uh, I had uh, just written actually about this guy called uh, Dr. Wiley, uh, Doctor. What am I talking about? Dr. Pastor Wiley. I remember, I remember Dr. Wiley. Wasn't Dr. he the Wiley. bad guy in Mega Man? <laughs> yeah, actually, he was. I remember. Um, him. And and actually, if I'm not mistaken, Wiley Coyote is also a doctor, so he could be Dr. Wiley, Doctor of Destruction. <laughs> He's a doctor of mayhem. No, Pastor Wiley Drake. That's his name. This this guy is Baptist minister. Uh, I think he's in San Diego, and he basically said that unless Obama, you know, rescinds on the whole abortion issue, he will continue to pray that God kills him. And I'm like, this is this is again going back to the whole fucking wave, uh, like that I got from the media. Basically, the the impression that I have, the reason why it's driving me crazy, is because I see all these forces brewing. Like the the right is just brewing up more storm of hate like again and again and again. I mean, it's becoming disturbing well, here. Well, here, here's the deal. They is always brewing, but now it is a boiling. It is a it is a boiling and it I'm I'm and people saw it a little bit say during the elections yeah. uh when when all the rhetoric and basically the hatred started really cooking up and uh yeah, it was it was a bad situation. Well, it made me it made me rethink a little bit of my stance on on hate speech issues just because you know I, I was taking the stance that well human beings are generally um, trustworthy and you can allow them to have free speech but the problem is now the fact that individuals can command so much authority and control over people like a pastor how many people are under his influence like a significant amount and for anyone to be enticing violence I mean and and murder is just like you have to draw the line at, at right there. I'm like if you if you want to know w- at what point does a person go too far when they entice another person to death. Well, like then you know you've gone too far. I've always found I find the the especially creepy thing about this being how the pastor was saying, "I pray to God that God kills Obama." And then you got to figure that there's probably some of his flock who think that God works in mysterious, mysterious ways. ways or through the agency of uh, of their followers. Mm. They might be like, "Oh, well, that's me. God wants me to do that. Like, but, that's the easy inference that crazy, whack-nut jobs make. And you know what? These people are not in fucking mental institutions because, oh, well, they're religious. And you can't fucking tell the difference. Oh, that's great. That's fucking great. I just love that. We cannot tell the difference between a goddamn wacko and just somebody who just really believes in God. Uh, you didn't see this, but I was watching this video. It was, it was a documentary they reaped. Put, uh, they re-put on uh, re-put. They put on YouTube, and uh, I'm going to link it to it again because it's just everybody needs to watch this. 
it's just basically the the fundamentalist Christian right in the United States and their you know the whole abortion debate and it was just talking about this one guy he seemed like the nicest guy bearded old gentleman looked like looked like fucking you know Mr. Rogers with but with a beard and uh you know seems like a great guy and 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 his friend comes over and he says some of the people in the neighborhood are worried about you they're saying that you might be a whack nut or you're going to go on some kind of rampage and that kind of stuff and he and he answers well I'm I'm I've never been told by God that I need to kill someone but if God told me to do it I'd do it <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Your buddy here is defending you, but you're a fucking whack nut, okay? You should be getting treatment because how am I supposed to tell when God is going to give you that commandment? Because you already feel that, you know, these guys are murderers. Well, here's the good thing, at the very least. We do live in a society where nowadays, if if you let on that you were actually communicating, like talking to God, they will usually, you know, try and... Put you under a I think it's the evaluation. dirty little fucking secret, you know, of every, of every, it's the same reason why they did a study and they found that psychologists, uh, in terms of profession, have the lowest rate of religiosity. And of, and of course, the, the reason they probably do it is because you have to scrutinize people's belief to identify dementia. Because until you kind of, you have to peel away the layers of this religion and say, what is this person really saying? What are they justifying through religion? And then probably if you do that, you're thinking, hmm. This is just a form of mind control. <laughs> what a surprise. You, you what know, a surprise. It's interesting. We mentioned Bill O'Reilly. I feel like you're, you're channeling some Bill O'Reilly today. You got some serious fire. <laughs> well, I'm feeling a little incensed. I, I never said that I don't have any appeals to emotion sometimes when I speak. But you know what? My, I, I speak from an emotion that it, that's at least... In my view, humanitarian. Well, you know, like he, I, I generally try to take a reasonable stance, but I can be passionate about reasonability. Here's here's kind of what I'm feeling. Like this is the this is the second show since it happened. We actually recorded a radio show the, a couple hours after it yeah, happened. Yeah, the patron show for the patrons. Uh, if you guys want that, you know you know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> that's the money, and that's the that's the show. First, you give the money, then you get the access. But yeah, we <laughs> talked about it. But at the time, you know, I, I honestly think that we were just a little bit in shock. We were in shock. I mean, how, we didn't even know what was going on. We just heard the guy was killed, and it was probably uh, Christian Fundy. I mean, would anyone have accused me of, of stereotyping at that moment? No, I don't think so. At, like, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wake later now. We got to we got to hear all all about basically how this guy is being portrayed in the media over the past few years. We've gotten to read uh, the, the most disgusting thing I read was the uh, was the tweets about Tiller by religious people. Yeah, uh, once again going back to Twitter dot com. But yeah, all these uh, there was a someone did a blog post about. All of the tweets uh, by religious people about Tiller, and there was a whole bunch of them were just like, "Thank, thank God for today. This is a great day. This horrible man is dead." And I'm like, "Huh, wow." Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's some pretty cold shit. I mean, I'm, but I I wonder. Okay, let's 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 turn the tables for yeah, a second for, on for us and say Jerry Falwell. Yeah, or Jerry Falwell, or let's take another example because Jerry Falwell just died of natural causes. But let's 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 say Ted Haggard. A man that I just do not like. I despise this man. But let's say that Ted Haggard was killed. I have too much sympathy for Ted Haggard. For okay, him to you're, be a good right, you're right. He's me. just okay. I'm sorry. Uh, let's let's go for another one. Okay, the guy from uh, the the Westboro Baptist Church, the the crazy dude, uh, Fred Phelps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So Fred Phelps gets assassinated. Say no. Wait, better one. His own kid kills him. 
All right, let's say that happens. What, is this for some extra ironic punch? Well, it's because he's got, like, I don't know how many kids. Like, he's got 20 of them. But, uh, you know, a lot of them hate his fucking guts. Oh. You know? Um, actually, one of them, Nate Phelps. I'm not going to say Nate Phelps is a murderer. No, actually, Nate Phelps is a cool guy, and he's an atheist. Well, he wa- he's he's one of his sons, and he's kind of like... He's, he's gone out publicly to talk about what it was like in the Westboro Church. And I could see when you have a patriarch of that dementia, like, you, people can be led to be, you know, go do crazy shit, you know? Like, the paterfamilias is not right in the head. Do you think his kids will be? You know, like, it, they can be messed up. You know, it's, it's great when it doesn't happen, like in Nate's case, where he can come out of it and be... Uh, a normal human being. He I, credits I, he. You know who who he credits? He credits his wife. Actually, it's this Canadian that he met to helping him become like you know more sane from the entire experience. You know, like he he described the entire incident as just as insanity. So let's say he dies. Fred Fe- Fred Phelps gets assassinated. How do you think people would respond on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, they they would say thank thank God this guy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I would be disturbed regardless. Though. I would be disturbed in general. I think that if you feel, you know, even remotely happy that someone else is dead, I mean, never forget the fact that that is not really that redeemable of a quality, okay? This is not, you shouldn't be patting yourself on your back for feeling that way. I mean, it's still a human being, for God's sakes, all right? And we should take the stance to say, you know, we're not going to take any pleasure from anybody's death. You know, because even in even in their 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 worst moments, they were still a goddamn human being, and 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 it's the same with you. You wouldn't want to be treated any less humanely. We have to recognize the awesomeness of our own existences and kind of cherish that. Yeah, I agree. So it's just taking that whole "all oh, good, glad he's dead" attitude would obviously be pretty sick. I would hope that, you know, in general, and I do think that in general that you would see fewer, um, you know, atheists, and, and definitely no public figures that would come out of that saying that they were happy with the outcome. And that's exactly what disturbs me the most with that whole Wiley Drake guy. Mm-hmm. Because not only is he, you know, just uh, said that about Obama, but he also said that it was a good thing that Dr. Tiller got killed. I mean... It is a general narrative of these guys that it's it's they have no problem with anyone assassinating people that they don't like. And why, oh, why um, is no one up at arms about this? Because these are the same people that are begging for God to kill the president of the United States. Like, that is the most insane thing. Imagine people were saying that about... You know, George Bush, when he was president, like, you would be arrested immediately. Uh, I don't know. Well, but I, I get your point. It's uh, it's definitely pretty scary. Well, okay, maybe not immediately. But l- l- let me tell you that there would be definitely... Everybody, every Republican taxpayer would be up at arms saying, like, how dare you do this? This is un-American, threatening a president. And you know what? They wouldn't be wrong about that. Like, you just don't threaten your head of government with death. Like, that's just wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, we're just a couple words away from it being just people calling for jihad. And that's that's a really good place for America to be. And I really love, too, how the dialogue, the entire dialogue from these guys is, well, in their mind, they're not even killing another Christian. They're killing a secret Muslim. And it's just it's just another fucking layer of, of racism that is just, you know, disturbing that nobody speaks out against. I'm like, are you just not annoyed at the fact that as soon as you they hear the word Muslim or they hear like you know less than human terrorist all these terrible things I mean like 
that is not a progressive way to have a society. And like, you, do you, who thinks that they're justified in that kind of like mentality? Like, good God, man! Like, educate yourself. Have you never met an anyone that was actually a Muslim in your life? <laughs> do you feel threatened when somebody has a hijab? Like, what do you think they're gonna do? Is just stab you with a knife? Like, <laughs> they're human beings like you and me. They just believe in something different. I don't agree with what they believe, but uh, does not make them any more or less violent. I mean, look at look at the percentage of uh, of, of Muslims that would uh, say, um, you know, th- who'd think that uh, preemptive war is justified. Well, the percentages are lower than in the United States of America. And if you look at the percentages of who do you do you think casualties of war are acceptable? In almost every Muslim country that they asked, it scored, uh, you know, they scored lower than they, they well, the, the 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 amount of the percentage of people that thought that was okay was lower than Americans, like. I question their morality you're bombing them come on now like you can't just turn around and say well you're the bad guys like honestly people are naturally peaceful so you can't just put the blame on someone's religion it's bullshit oh, people are nat- naturally peaceful but then you have leaders who are total cock munches and I guess that's pretty much in my whole view when you ask Fred Phelps Ted Haggard or or you know Tiller it, it doesn't matter but you know when you go up to some of those leaders out uh, in the Middle East that are fucking over their, their people in that case I kind of have this I wouldn't take pleasure in them dying I just take pleasure in knowing that the, sh- that the suffering that they're causing has ended well, it's that sad reality, you know? It's like that weird never-do-it-except clause. You can just never... It's it's so hard to work in, but, I mean, you're right. I mean, how many of these guys out there, these terrible individuals that essentially raise up hell from their very existence? Like, what the hell are you supposed to do with them? They're, the fact that they are alive drives this sick campaign of violence. Like, you... It is insane to consider that people can kind of have these be the embodiments of such things, but they are, and you're put into very horrible positions. I mean, like I think that's why again, like the the whole idea behind hate speech is so long as you entice no one to murder, you can say what you will, but that's the that's the line. That's that's where you draw the line. Like you cannot say that. You just can't. I mean. You can't because of what the impact is. It's not that you can't because you're not, you know, you're legally you're not allowed to. It's just we refuse for you to have the ability to do that. We have to take that position. And a major news network or major people, you know, people of, of influence in society, we should be, you know, not teaching them a lesson like through violence, but basically saying like, you don't get to be our leaders anymore. Like goodbye. Like you said that. Step down. You know, like, do do you think all his congregation agree with what he just said? He threatened, essentially, the President of the United States, well, through his prayer, I suppose. But uh, you think everybody's going to agree to that? Like, come on, man. Depends on, uh, depends on what area, man. You know, well, you know, he even admitted that part of his, uh, part of his flock had voted for Obama. So, come on, like, okay, yeah, yeah, if you vote fine. for him, okay, odds are, yeah. You just never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's true. Like some of these guys, there's like not one person who's disagrees, and if they do, you just kick the fuck out. You know? <laughs> oh, you disagree? You have uh, you have uh, you've made up your own mind. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't want to hear from you. But uh, yeah, still th- these kinds of things really have annoyed me. And and the Tiller thing kind of brought that up again as to how people perceive that and what people are saying from it, and just just the amount of of hate. It, it's really just so uncalled for too, because. You know, like I've 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 done a lot of research and reading on who Dr. Tiller was because I didn't know who he was, 
And uh, obviously, that's the, that's what you want to know. If he's vilified so much, what kind of a man is he really? Mm-hmm. And just from the testimony of everybody that I've you know, read is that this was a man who was just patient, who was kind, who, who he was shot in both his arms, man, he was shot. And his clinic was bombed, and yet he still continued to work. I'm like, I think that r- tells us something about who this man was, you know, like that he, he did that because there is a genuine need for what he does. It is not pleasant, you know. It's, do you think that man took any pleasure from what he did? No. Obviously, he did not, but it's got to be done sometimes. Like That is the unfortunate consequence of being alive. Sometimes life is sick and cruel and terrible, and we have to alleviate some of that. And, uh, you know, the, termin- uh, the, the termination of a pregnancy is along those lines. People don't do, do people don't get abortions because it's fun. You know, who's like, hey, who wants some abortions? Let's go get some abortions. Like, good God, no. And especially not late term. Like, holy moly. <laughs> it's like, don't you think that a woman would kind of develop a, somewhat of a bond by that time to rupture that, to have, like, the, the you know, the baby terminated? It's got to be fucked up, man. Mm. And, like, Dr. Tiller is a man that, from what I understand, always handled it with care. So, I mean, still, he's, paint, he's painted as a monster baby killer. It disgusts me. It fucking disgusts me how they can just ignore the man's life. And just focus on it for their own political gains. Well, for them, it's more more than a political issue. You know, I can understand why abortion is such a a hot button issue. The only problem is that the uh, the people who are against abortions are against it in a unrealistic, you know, we should ban them completely and no one should be allowed to have them kind of way. And I'm like, that's not reasonable at all. I think we can all agree that abortions suck and that we want to lower the number of abortions that go on. Yep. But uh, to say, as as we're working on that to get abortions down to as low as possible, you you know, creating male birth control, that would fucking change the that game would, completely. That would definitely change the game. Uh, but you know what? Here's one thing that I do like. There was a guy who went on uh, Rachel Maddow's show. I don't remember his name, but he he actually admitted that he was a pro-lifer. Uh, but he he went on to apologize on behalf of like the pro-life movement. He said, "Look." I understand that abortions need to happen. You know, it's like my stance on pro-life is that I want to reduce the amount of abortions that are performed. Uh, And I'm like, that is a position that I can understand and appreciate. I'm like, yes, you should ensure that people sort of like make the right decisions and and that people are presented with different options. I mean, like perhaps there are abortions that can be avoided through different means. Like it's good to be able to perform that action, but they have to happen. There, there will always be that need, always. And what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna, if you make it illegal, are you gonna punish women who get abortions? Like, are you gonna send them to jail for getting an abortion? What the fuck are you supposed to do with them? Absolutely, they'll go to jail. That's what would happen. It, yeah, send a fucking woman who aborts her 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 unborn child because it it was having a brain deficiency or was gonna die within childbirth, and uh, yeah, she deserves prison. I'm like, come on, guys, what's wrong with you? Like, do you not understand what laws do? Like, when you make a law for something or against something, it has an invariable consequence. There are many externalities, and you can't plan for them. Uh, you know, whenever well, you, you make you, anything you, illegal, you cannot plan for those externalities. It's the, impossible. Well, you don't even have to think that hard to to start realizing the, all the problems, but they just don't care. And this is this is my problem with that guy that goes on that Rachel Maddow Maddow, Maddow show is that I I dig what he's saying, but he needs to figure out a new fucking name. You know, he can't be pro-life because that's not what pro-life is no, about. No, it's really not. And, you know, and it's unfortunate because what he is talking about is actually more pro-life than the real pro-life stance. But pro-life is a is a snappy fucking 
You know, just just like pro-choice. So it's like smart, very smart. Yeah, it's a good hook. But, you know, in in either case, everyone is always for ch- for more choice and options in general. And, and, and I don't think that there's anybody who gets an abortion who doesn't like life. Well, I, I dig... It's just, it's just such... I dig the whole pro ch- pro choice name, but I think it's unfortunate because it kind of it's like, well, it's a choice, and it really it should just be like pro people need abortions because they're horrible, but pro reality, pro reality. There yeah. you go, pro reality. I I'm like pro that. reality. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually you know what? Do. That's the perfect middle ground. We've just coined it. Pro reality. That is the new abortion stance for everybody who thinks they suck, but obviously knows that they have to happen and just wants to fucking work to get the numbers down. All right, we're going to start that pro-reality movement. I'll, I'll do a little logo or something like that. I yeah. like it. I don't know what reality what, looks what like. like but, okay, uh, how about... Yeah, no, I don't even want to say that on the radio. I had some no, logo no, some, some kind of aborted fetus idea? No. No, no, no. No, no, only half aborted. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> it just got its eggs scrambled up in there. You know, and we'll let nature do the rest. That's what you're talking about. Mm. You disgust me, sir. You disgust me. All right. The um, other thing I wanted to talk about, um, apart from that, is actually there is a uh, there was a video that I put up on the site. It was about this uh, Catholic uh, pastor by the name of um, Father Baron, and Father Baron basically his new accusation of atheism is that we are childish and frivolous now. So before, where one guy said that we were a bore, uh, somebody else said that we were too militant and too serious, now apparently we're far too childish and frivolous. And he'll, he uses as an example the atheist bus campaign. This is his main sticking point. He's like, look at these guys. They're saying, like, there probably is no God, so enjoy life. It's like, that's so very childish. And, they, and, 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 and he also accuses us of at least intellectually, being very infantile in our beliefs, you know, like that we just somehow, we're, we're not like the more well-read atheists, you know, uh, we're just the really childish and stupid ones, that's basically what he's saying to us. You know, it feels like every week we talk about a different pastor or priest that says that atheists are stinky or smelly or stupid. And it really just doesn't surprise me. I'm, I don't even, I'm, I don't I find, even know I find where to pleasure. start or even if I should. Because what's the point of defending yourself from from people who are obviously just stupid on the subject of what atheists are like? It's like you might as well ask these guys, uh, show me how to give great head. Well, uh, you know what the problem is? They would know. They would. Know. They would know how to give a. Uh, no. no. Just, yeah, anyway, I don't have to finish that. Everybody Please knows don't. where that joke Please is going. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to finish that joke. That joke would be a joke genocide. <laughs> Funny, but. So horribly cruel, and I'm sure that there are some people who are listening to this out loud somewhere public. Yeah, there's bound to be. I mean, is the boombox really that dead? You the boombox is that dead, man. It's a sad state of affairs, but it's true. Well, you know what? Uh, the, my, my, whole, my whole rant on, on Father Barron has more to do with the fact that I just find it funny that a man who has never had a sexual relationship with a woman, uh, who has absolutely no concept of what relationships are like, uh, apart from sort of his pastoral role, who is an expert in nonsense. I mean, like, he's literally an expert in nonsense. The things that he knows, like how many angels can fit on the pin of a head, or if God can lift a rock so heavy he can... uh, What did I say? The pin of a head. (laughs) The pin of a head. The head of a pin? 
Um, or also sort of a, whether or not God can uh, create a rock so large that he can't lift it. I well, mean, he actually this, has these answers. I wouldn't mind getting some of those. Well, I'm, uh, I, I just figured he would know. Like, I'm sure you he know, has at, his answers. You know, at the beginning of every chapter of the Bible, and this is why I, you know, when I was a kid, I was going to read it, and I got bored every time they do that. And then Lot begets Sam. Yeah, there's Sam like a hundred pages of begats or something ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like ba- I don't need to know your genealogy. Yeah, this is basically care. one big like high school yearbook. They just want to get all the names in there. Throw props like, out. Hey, throw props. Don't for, don't forget Ezekiel. Oh, he didn't do nothing. He's like we don't want to talk about him. He just him. beget Frank. Yeah, he was know. just he was just some guy's dad. You know, he didn't even he wasn't even worthy of a sentence. He didn't do <laughs> shit, and he was a bastard. <laughs> if if they didn't mention you, it's because he was already accepted. You're probably an a hole. You know, it's like well, he sold most of his daughters to slavery. You know, just like every asshole did back then. It's just an assholeish thing to do. We don't have to be those people anymore. We could be nice. No more selling daughters to slavery. That's not good. Nope. No. Although there's still people that do it. Like it's sad as hell, though. But, no, okay. A man who is this basically an expert in nonsense is telling everyone else that they are intellectually frivolous. I think is just uh, hilarious. I'm like, you can be scholarly about nonsense and think that you're smart, but really, what do you know? You don't know anything important. You are an expert in nothing. Sir, in essentially, you are an expert in Greek mythology, except for just Jewish mythology. That's what you're an expert in, Jewish mythology. Congratulations. You get to tell me how to live my life? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You need a different expertise if that's going to be the case. I still find it funny that Catholic priests give adv- you know, relationship advice to people. What? That is the last person you should listen to. Well, here's the deal. And this is, this is why lots of people go to their priests for, for marriage advice is because no matter how much the priest disapproves of the, of the guy or the female in the relationship, they will always counsel towards making the marriage work. And that actually, because you go to a psychiatrist and they'll be like, you know what? This is the husband's issue and you got to leave him. (laughs) You go to a priest and I guarantee you, he is not going to give you any advice except shit that will save your marriage somehow. Yeah, well, just because you save the marriage doesn't mean you save the people in it. You're like, well, the institution remains, even though it's completely corrupt and terrible. I'm like, what do you expect? That's how they run their own organization. If you go to a priest for any advice, he will transform your life into his institution. Corrupt and principleless. That's what he'll do. So don't don't go near a priest. They're the most dangerous people in the world. This I this I swear to you. <laughs> they are out of their minds. Okay? So, They're crazy. So, they they have no knowledge and then they go around trying to tell other people what to do. They are insane. They are literally insane. That's my that's my declaration. That that's my rebuttal to Father Baron. I'm calling him insane. All right? I'm looking forward to his rebuttal. <laughs> I, he may call me childish from that. Hmm. Do, do you think that's a childish assumption? I think if you listen to enough of our radio shows, you could possibly make that argument. That we're childish? Yes. I think that would be fair. I think I like being childish. And frivolous. <laughs> me too. Yep. You know what? And, and that was the whole thing I loved about the ad, is once I started realizing that that's the key to get everyone's attention. Be like, yeah, you want to be dicks? We're going to have some fun with you. And, oh, with the bus ads? Yeah, with the bus ads, because like we took the initial stance of saying it's a bad idea, and then eventually we were like, no, no, this is doing exactly what we wanted it to do. It's getting people pissed off to the point where they say such inane things, like that the lack of belief in God is childish and frivolous. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> what am I thinking? What a what a foolish child I am. So which way to your two thousand year old dead undead zombie Jesus? Like where where do I sign up for this? So oh, he's he's the way through heaven, is he? Uh, did he ever give us any answers beyond the mere con you know ridiculous contrite bullshit that other human beings could easily spew? No. Did he figure out any mathematical equations that we didn't know? No. Did he tell us anything about the universe we didn't already know? No, he did not. Expert in nonsense. Congratulations. Let's listen to these guys. They really know what the fucking deal is. Not. All right. <laughs> that rounds up my rant. Not too bad. I liked it. All right. We will catch everybody on Tuesday for the bonus podcast. And you know what? I, before we go, I wanted to mention this quickly because a fan who, who recently became a patron said that he was waiting to see how consistent we were going to be with the shows before actually contributing. And I... I emailed him back and said, I can kind of understand, you know, we had been flaking in the past. And it was fair enough. And I'm like, if there's still some of you out there that are like saying, like, are these guys consistent? Are they sticking with it? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I, we are sticking like with this. Like clockwork. 